Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports. movies, Movies. music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. And welcome back to yet another episode of the Almost Agreeable Cod Podcast. Cod Past. Very good. Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Chris. With me, as always, is... Ed. And, Ed. and another guest. We have another guest. We have Dave with us tonight to talk about some sports stuff. We have a lot going on, right? We have, I guess... Very nice. I like that. It's, uh, don't even be ashamed. That's good. We like to drink when we're doing this. Classy. So we have uncharacteristic. We have NBA going, NBA playoffs happening with NFL Week One. Right? How weird does that feel? It, it feels very weird. It feels strange. Like I'm in a different like mindset. It's just like because I've been putting on the games and I'm just like, what? Uh... But isn't it so strange how it feels right now? Like we're watching playoff basketball with Week One of the NFL. It it doesn't feel right. Like I'm putting on basketball and then I'm. Flipping to football, like, that that doesn't make sense. No, it really hurt ever. my feelings, because yesterday was week one of the NFL Sunday, and I'm watching all this football, but also there is game six of the Western Semis. It's, it's a big game six. Denver forced a game seven, but, like, no one fucking knew. It was overshadowed so much. I mean, like, it, it's even overshadowed more. Like, the Clippers were up 3-1. Mm-hmm. And then week one of NFL comes by and is like, oh, yeah, whatever, they're going to go to a game seven. Who cares? Uh, what's my quarterback doing? No, no, I legit talked to some boys of mine. I was like, hey, yeah, 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 this happened, this happened, this happened, NFL, this happened, this happened, this happened. But also, did anyone see that the fucking Nuggets forced a game seven? Like, so, so that, and that's, that's what we're going to get to today. So, like, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs right now. We're going to start with that. And then we're going to get into fucking week one because I know everyone wants to fucking talk about week one. I know I do. But let's get into the playoffs real quick. Okay, so Nuggets forced a game seven against the Clippers. So I feel like coming into that series, who's the unanimous winner of that series? Like, There's from- no unanimous. I mean, going into game seven. Then- no, no, I'm not even saying game seven. I'm saying the series. Going into that series, nobody thought, honestly, I didn't even think it was going to be the Nuggets. No, it's probably going to be the fucking Jazz. I thought it was going to be the Jazz. Number two, I wouldn't think it would go to a game seven because the Clippers should have just handled business. They should have just taken care of it. They, they, they really do have so much talent. And what's funny is, like, we're talking, you and I are, Ed, and, like, Dave's over here, like, waving his hand at us. Like, what the fuck? What the um, fuck's going on over there? You know, what, are you, what are you fucking <laughs> saying, buddy? I just I have a different perspective on, on how the playoffs went. It was like... Um, the thing with the Lakers, it was... No, no, we're not talking about Lakers. We're talking about Clippers right now. <laughs> let's let's so the Clippers. The Clippers are excited to, to do what they're supposed to do because of the talent you guys speak of, right? The they do have talent. They have talent on that fucking roster. But the reason I have to bring the Lakers up in this situation, even though we're talking about the Clippers, is the chemistry. And I don't think it's there. I don't think it's there. I think we're, we're talking about a team that has all these pieces, but like... They only played together 12 games in the regular season. We played a lot of regular season games before the pandemic happened. And we saw some proof of, like, obviously not enough time together. 
and we've seen it in the bubble. Like, they're not playing together, and it's like they're squandering leads, and no one's talking, and it's like that's one thing I think that is a disadvantage to them. And the one other point to, is why I was shaking my head is because y'all just discounting Denver. It's like, no, dude. Like, Denver should have swept the Jazz. I'll say it again. They should have swept the Jazz. They were Murray, down 3-1 in that series. They should never have been, is what I'm saying. They got themselves in trouble, just like they got themselves in trouble against the Clippers. I think that Denver is the better team. I always thought they were. And I think that, like you guys were talking about, you don't know who's going to win Game 7. Well, that's, that's the beauty of a Game 7. Like, any Game 7. Doesn't matter who the fucking who, who the fuck is playing. Game 7s... If, yeah, if it goes to Game 7, clearly it's relatively evenly matched, so... You have no idea what's going to happen. I'm, I'm so. It's not like I'm pulling for the Clippers. I still think they're the team that they can be more clutch. I that's okay. that's what it comes down to. Like, yeah, they don't have that chemistry that you're talking about. But it, when it comes down to it, I think they're the team that they have can more clutch be players, more clutch. They have more clutch players, and like I, I can agree with Dave on that to the point where like, because I, everyone that's listening to this knows that I'm a born and raised Laker fan. Okay. And coming into this fucking bubble, the playoff bubble, I I, I I was on record saying that I don't think the Lakers can beat the Clippers. Yeah. I said that. This is me, Christopher Nelson, Laker fan. Can't beat the Clippers. But after seeing what's been happening in this bubble, I really do feel like what Dave said is true. Clippers have more talent. Lakers have more chemistry. They really play well together. The Clippers are still trying to figure it out because it comes down to... Their players that they're going to go with never played together very often during the regular season, during the bubble. They didn't. They didn't play They didn't play together very often. So it's like, how, how are they going to know, like, what the fuck, you know, who's doing what, what that fucking Lakers, like, were able to change their fucking lineup for the Rocket Series to be like, oh, we need to go small? Throw Marquise Morris in there. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure, they changed around their lineup for the Rocket Series, but, like... Don't act like they had to like scheme to win the against the Rockets. Like they dropped game one, a big oopsie, and then they're just like, oh yeah, we're just a better fucking team, and then they won. It's not like he did some coaching miracle or like he did anything fantastic. They shouldn't have lost the first game, and they should have dominated how they That's, did the next four. That is such bullshit, Ed. That is such bullshit because if you watch the games. Because who's who's on the Rockets? Who's the biggest talents on the Rockets? Name them right now. Harden, Westbrook, Tucker. Harden, West, Harden, Westbrook, Tucker. The Laker defense in that series was amazing, amazing. Okay, they fucking played lockdown. They adjusted their scheme to double fucking Harden off the ball and on the ball. It was their defense that made, it, and that's that's. I feel like that's the biggest difference with the Lakers, as far as the bubble goes, is that their defense has been the best in the bubble so far. It really has. Their defense adjustments. It's been amazing. It wasn't at first, I don't think, but it had to be. Because when you... I think the thing with the Lakers, you know, was obviously with any team in the bubble, besides the Lakers, who knew they were number one, was fighting for a spot. Just to try to earn respect and try to get in there. And I think everyone played hard, and Lakers were just trying to figure out the chemistry, figure out like what they had before the break happened, and that's that's what it was. 
And, I mean, if you look in the, in the behind, like, Ronda was playing before he got hurt, and he was playing great. We were beating everyone. And when we went out, I think it was rust. And now the rust is off, I think people are in trouble. And I'm not saying that because me and Christopher are Laker fans. I just think that, like, LeBron and AD are going to keep the game close. And if we can get the other dudes to play together like we were in the regular season, it's over. Because, like Christopher said, our defense, Frank Vogel has a scheme that's going on that he can adjust to defense. We Let's face it, in game ones of both series, Blazers kicked our butt. Rockets kicked our butt. They are just... But did we make adjustments or did we not? You're scoping them. Right? You're scoping them. No, so we, I, we I, I actually got, I got hit up. I was it. like, people would ask me, like, what the fuck happened in game one? I was like... Honestly, I think we were, we were scoping because as we were playing very bad in both of those game ones, and we barely lost both of them. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, you like the Lakers, the the games that they have lost this postseason so far, they have absolutely one hundred percent shit the bed, just completely have been missing, just playing bad defense, playing having some bad calls and. Just not hitting shots. That like it's everything is going wrong, and that's when you're losing. Okay, so we have a game seven tomorrow. Who do you think is coming out of that? Or well, and I guess who would you want to see the Lakers play? I'd rather honestly, like to me, like I'd rather see the Nuggets. Like, I because I'm still on record a couple weeks ago saying I don't want to see the Clippers. Like I don't. We have matchup problems against them. We do. Like, that's the thing about any sport is that, like, it's all about how you match up with the opposing team. Yep. We have matchup problems with the fucking Clippers. So, do I think we can beat them in a seven-game series? I, I actually, at this point, the way we're playing, I think we, we, we can. But I'd rather see the fucking Nuggets because we match up better against them. The Lakers could beat the Clippers in seven, but I think we can win the series against Denver in six. That's That's what I'm saying. Okay, so that, so that's what you would rather see. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow, Dave? Um, <clears throat> what do I think is going to happen? I think the Clippers are going to come out and beat my 20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the Clippers know what's at stake. Um, they know what they signed up for. And it's Kawhi. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to talk it over and be like, look, dudes, I didn't come here unless they said you were going to come here. And they're going to talk it over. They're going to win game seven. And we're going to do... See, there, there's there's a certain analyst. I'm not going to name his name. Um, he's kind of a hater on the Lakers, but he's he's a LeBron lover. And uh, we kind of see it eye here. With We want to see the best teams. We saw the Blazers. We saw Dang and CJ, and we put them down. We saw James and Russ. We put them down. Bring the Clippers. I, I, I want to beat every team. You know what I mean? I, I want the challenge because I honestly think that LeBron James is still the best player in the league. I think he's the MVP of the league, and I think that he makes so much more of a difference than Kawhi Leonard can make on any team. That just for that, and the reason because we have AD. <laughs> Let's just throw that cheat code in there. Let's throw the cheat code. But like, just LeBron James makes the Lakers tick, and we have a cheat code. And his name is AD. He's also been playing better defense with this squad than he has in a lot of the years that he's been playing. And let's be real about it. Like, he hasn't had to play defense, like, on the teams he's been on in the past. Besides maybe those Cavalier teams. Because, like, they, oh, had, they had, he had nobody. But, but also, like, 
because AD is a defensive player of the year candidate, because we had Avery Bradley, because we have these defensive fucking players, like LeBron has bought into it. Frank Vogel has done a great job making sure that LeBron has bought into this defensive scheme. And so, like, I've actually seen LeBron, like, in these playoffs specifically, play fucking amazing defense, like, when it comes to rotations, closing out, um, you know, obviously we know his history with chase down blocks. But, like, he's, like, been defending on the ball. And it's wild to me because, and David can attest, is that, like, we're Kobe boys. We're Kobe guys. Like, we're Laker fans from our from our birth. So, like, we hated LeBron. Like, I, I'm not going to front. I hated LeBron. I hated him. When he wasn't a Laker, fuck that dude. Like, I hated him. Now he's a Laker. And I can honestly say, maybe, I don't think even Ed can attest. I fucking will say, like, yeah, LeBron's doing good. But, like, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I can't, I can't love LeBron yet like, until he wins a title. I can't. Can't do it. All right. Chill. So I mean, but I mean, so this this is the this is the matchup that was always meant to be from the beginning of Lakers the Lakers Clippers. This is what was shout good. out shout out to Manny. Shout, yes. So this is this is what everybody. I mean, this may not happen though. Like I'm saying this, but this is what I expect to happen. I agree that I think the Clippers are going to come out and just not stumble, but I think the Clippers are going to win, and then it's going to be the Western Finals that was meant to be. So looking at the Eastern Finals, was this what you expected at Not all? Not at all. No way. I saw the Celtics Bucks. That's what I saw. This was this was not what I saw at all. I mean, well, the Celtics they they I mean, what? This is like the third time they've been in the Eastern Conference Finals or like three times the last four years or something. Like they've been there a decent amount. Well, I think I can say that like a couple weeks ago we were talking about it and I told you like Celtics are my dark horse. Like I, I, I said that. I said I think Celtics can do it. And so here they are now in the Eastern Conference Finals like with the Heat. Someone was like, what do you think is going to happen? And I was like, no, look, like I have no idea. No one knew Miami was going to come out this hot. Like no one knew Miami was going to do this good. I in my head knew Celtics could, could do it. Like, with their route to the Eastern Conference Finals, like, that was... I could have called that. But, like, against the Heat, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. This is going to be a really good series. It's going to be a great series. It's it's going to be scrappy. But not in, like, that traditional sense. It's not. I don't think it's going to be, like, a crazy physical game. But it's just going to be back and forth. It's it's going to be a very aggressive series. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it's going to... I'm sorry that I was shaking my head, so... Um emphatically over here I was shaking the the mic up but I just disagree with what you were saying Christopher I you know if they had um my boy from the Utah Jazz remind me of his name Gordon Hayward because he hasn't played in a while I forgot his name just kidding Gordon Hayward if they had Gordon Hayward you know it's a different game because they can play small against anybody and they could play talented but if they don't have that missing piece like I don't know I I think Jimmy Butler and the the physicality, like like Ed was saying, it's gonna be a physical series. They're gonna be, it's gonna be chippy. But have you like seen the players on the Miami? Jimmy Butler, Kelly Olynyk, Goran Dragic, Dragic. Those are some chippy players. No Tyler, 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 Tyler Hero, Hero, like. Dude. But these dudes, like, they're here to play. They're not here to like uh, play some screen pass, three point. Like they're they're gonna play old school basketball. They're gonna drive. Right. They're gonna rebound. They got Andre Iguodala. They got. Oh, 
They got what's the old school guy on their teams that has them coaching them. He's like the assistant coach player. He doesn't play, but he coaches them. Do they? Like, feel, dude, I'm telling you right now. I'm calling a Miami and six. Do they feel a little Miami and six? Miami and six. Do they feel a little like the Pistons? Like the bad boy Pistons, of course they're never gonna be. Oh, what do you say the bad boy Pistons? I would say the 2004 Pistons. I would say they're the physicality. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I'm so with you. They, Ed, yeah. they, they kind of feel like that, where they're just like the underdog, and we're just like, fuck it. We, like we know that everybody expects us to lose. Everybody's been doubting us the entire way. Now we're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I, I let's see. I I'm gonna stick with what I said, like with 2004 Pistons, because if I think about 88, 87 Pistons, like. I, I can't do that because the NBA is so different now. The way you play the game, the way calls are made, the way fucking you can get with of shit. course. That's why that's why I'm gonna stick with 2004 Pistons. The spirit like, of the game. The spirit. Yeah. It feels like that. But what's one of the players on the Celtics that makes you think that the Celtics have a chance? Is it Tatum? Is it Brown? Like it's who? Kemba Walker. Is he the X factor for that series? I I think so. Yes. I think yes. Tatum, Tatum and Brown are yes. great. Yes. You think he's a better addition than Kawhi was because he's a better team player. No, no, you're talking about fucking, uh, what's a stupid name? I, I hate him. Uh, Kawhi. Point guard. Kyrie, I mean, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm sorry. Did see, you not see what I fucking, uh, just so everyone knows, if you don't know, I uh, as soon as fucking Steve Nash was hired as head coach, I posted some shit on fucking my social media about he was going to ruin his relationship with Steve Nash because he's such a piece of shit, <laughs> Kyrie Irving. He really is. That's why I think Kemba's the difference. Kemba is not a piece of shit. He's not selfish. He fucking can play the game. He ha- he knows he has teammates. He knows he has Jalen Brown. He knows he has Marcus Smart. He knows how to move the Marcus ball. Marcus Smart, what a, what a player, right? Oh, what a God. dude you would on your team, Here's right? what I'm saying. And, like, I hate to say it, like, and I said it last week, I think, or not last week, but, like, when we were talking about NBA last time, I was like, I don't like to speak good about the Celtics. I really don't. I fucking hate them. Dave, you know, like, to, to a personal level... And no, you, you know because you're my boy. <laughs> but, like, I, I fucking hate them. But I, I really did call these guys to fucking go this far. Like, I did. I saw it because, of, there, because right? of those three players. And they're coaching. Well, Brown's underrated, too. They're coach. They have a great coach. Brad Stevens. They have a great coach. And so, that's why I can't even give it to the Heat. I really can't. I All can't. right, cool. Call, call the series. I yeah, call what, Lakers in six. Ed, what do you got? What, so, what, what are you saying? What are you, what are you calling them? I, I'm calling Heat Celtics. Heat and six. I'm t- I'm, no, I'm telling Celtics and six. Celtics and six? Celtics and Heat six. Heat and six. I'm saying Celtics and seven. Ooh, another game seven. There's so many game sevens in this fucking yeah. playoffs right now. All right, now. I, I, think he, I, think, I think the physicality is going to be both the attitude. And they're underrated offensively. I think the Heat win in six games. I think they win the first two, lose the next two, and then it's a battle until the sixth game. And I think Heat take it. All let's, right, cool. let's move on. All right, so now we're going to get to what everyone's been waiting for, I feel like. You know, like, you know, how, you know NBA is happening, but it's not like it's out of season. So let's talk about week one right now. So so I want to start with the teams that we give a shit about, like, to a, a, in our hearts. Oh, I was going to say we can just start with the first game because it makes it pretty easy. Oh, you're talking about Thursday night. Yeah, Chiefs and that, Texans. That is really easy. It's a game that happened. We have an MVP uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback Patrick Mahomes coming out and being Patrick Mahomes. And we have Deshaun Watson coming out. He's now the second highest paid quarterback in the league and not really living up to that. Did anyone see that happening? Did anyone see the Chiefs blowing out the Texans? I saw the Chiefs winning. 
Oh, I saw the two twenty two, but absolutely. But did, 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 did we as soon as they as traded DeAndre Hopkins, I did. Uh, yeah. So it's just he he came out, and the the problem Deshaun Watson has, and we've talked about, it, is that he holds on to the ball. He he doesn't know when to get rid of it. He tries to make plays out of things that aren't there when you could just get rid of it. No, that's real. Ed and I watched the game, and the entire time we were watching it, we were like, okay, like. Maybe we don't see what he's seeing as far as getting, like, throwing the ball downfield, like, to a receiver. But also, like, he really does hold on to it too, too long. Like, he could throw it away. Like, like he, he, he he's running around back there, and I think the quarterback comes to, quarterbacks come to mind is, like, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Like, they're holding on to it. They're, they're, they're like, out-of-pocket passers. And, like, but they know, like, I got to throw it to this guy or I got to get fucking rid of it. Or Deshaun Watson... Deshaun Watson, not a thing. Like he doesn't fucking do that. He he I he has come out and he when he came out, he was an electric player and then he got hurt. And so the entire time that he has been in the NFL, I think he's been a B B plus quarterback. And he hasn't improved. He I don't think he's learned. I don't think he has improved at all. I, I think he's just still the same quarterback who is electric. He is very athletic. He can be accurate, but he doesn't have that game sense of the elite quarterbacks. No, I agree. Dave, what do you think? Um, I, you know, I, I think that Deshaun Watson is Petra Mahomes in a regard where he doesn't have Andy Reid. He doesn't have the receivers anymore. He doesn't have the support system that Mahomes has, and I'm I'm piggybacking off piggyback off and piggybacking off people that, you know, I've heard talking about this, but I've done my own research and I've seen the stats between the two of them. I actually looked and seen their stats are very eerily similar in a regard where, you know, they throw as many touchdowns, pass yards, completion percentage, passer rating, everything is the same. But what's the difference? Mahomes has a Super Bowl ring, and Deshaun Watson has Bill O'Brien. I guess I really... <laughs> I, guess I hate to say that. I, have... I, I feel like I'm talking like Rex Ryan right now, being just a dick. But it's like, <laughs> no, like I'm... The support system, man. Deshaun Watson is Patrick Mahomes without the support system. He ain't got no Travis Kelsey. He used to have D-Hop. He ain't got no more because Bill O'Brien fucked that up. I guess I I haven't I haven't even thought about it that way. And that now that you say it, like I, I can jump on that. I can I can say like yeah, that, that makes sense because I really did see the stat line he saw that like Deshaun and fucking Pat have like almost the same stats throughout their seasons. They well, really do. Barring the five thousand yard fifty touchdown season. Yeah, but also but that goes so back. They came to, in the league. That goes back to what he said. Goes back to like, what the fuck does Deshaun Watson have around him? He doesn't. He has. He has. D, he had D Hop, and he has he, Bill and O'Brien. And we can get to and what fucking D Hop well, did without Deshaun. Well, this and that's week. Kind of yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. That's kind of what he's working with. So that kind of wraps up Chiefs Texans. That was the first game of the year. Felt nice to have football back. Like the right. nice Thursday night game. It was like football's back. No, they reaffirmed the Chiefs are the champs, and they're to be reckoned with. No, right? Ed and I are both on record thinking the Chiefs are going to repeat. Yeah, the Chiefs. and I'm with you. Chiefs are a force to be reckoned with. That's yeah. crazy. So like, so like, yeah, Thursday night happened, and you were like, okay, yeah, yeah, football. But then Sunday fucking happened. Sunday. What an amazing Sunday, Sunday of football. We all, I happened. think we're all just grateful to the gods, right? And so we had our early morning games, which I guess you, you know we had some. 
some shit going on. We had some, we had some good games. Uh, some shit going on. In, I mean, in the like for, actually, uh, just for everyone out there who already knows Ed and I's history, like Seahawks played it the 10 a.m. slot. Raiders played at 10 a.m. slot. So Ed and I did not watch football together for the 10 a.m. slot. Okay, I was watching Raiders and I was watching Seahawks. And uh, what do you want to start with? Actually, I think Dave has some takes about Russell Wilson. Seahawks won that game. Um, uh, I, you know, yeah. I, like they, I said, I, you know, I was traveling, you know, up up uh, the the Pacific Northwest to come see this these guys. So I didn't get to watch any Sunday football, but I was watching some NFL prime time and just kind of watching stats and highlights of a Russell Wilson. I said, "Oh, Russell Wilson," because there's only one dude human being like that and he's um he's the, i think he's gonna be the mvp of the league this year he uh very underappreciated i just seen what he did and was like you know as much flack as as pete carroll took in that super bowl for for not running marshawn lance and and putting the ball into russell Wilson's hands, he did the right thing because russell wilson is the future of the seahawks he always has been and he's the MVP of the league. This dude is magical. He he has the best deep ball throw in the league. He puts so much air under that ball, it's ridiculous. He scrambles. He makes right decisions. I mean, you got to watch this guy. You really have to watch a Seattle Seahawks game and watch the plays and just see. I mean, and you have to just like go back to the body of work, too, because he's underappreciated. You watch Aaron Rodgers, you watch Peyton Manning, you watch Tom Brady, you watch Ben, you watch Matt Ryan even over fucking Russell Wilson. But you got to watch Russ and see what he does. No, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and continue that. Is that like since I've moved up to the PNW, I've watched more Seahawks games than I have in my past. And like Russell Wilson, like, really is like. I, I, I kind of want Ed to, like, tell us right now, like, about the MVP vote. The MVP votes. Go ahead. So, I mean, we'll just, going back, uh, the Seahawks wouldn't be the team they are the last eight years without Russell Wilson. He is absolutely, he started every single game. The longevity on this guy, the endurance on this guy, that he is a physical, like, he's a running quarterback. Like, he, he can be very quick. And, like, he had a, he burst up for a 28-yard run yesterday. And... So he's still doing this in year nine and has zero MVP votes. Zero. How has his offensive line been too, Ed? Because, I, I mean, you're you're a Seahawks fan. It's been a turn- Not very good, right? It's been a turnstile. They just let anybody through. <laughs> you know, and, and okay, the thing, okay. The, okay, okay, and, okay. Has he ever blamed anybody but himself? I've never heard that guy fucking call anybody out. No. And I'll leave it there because we really do, like, we, we have week one to cover. So, like, we... Let's we, go. We, yeah, we said, we said we all agree Russell Wilson disrespected, underappreciated. MVP, I That's, think, at this season. He could be any season. So we had uh, a lot of games in week one that were fucking in that 10 o'clock slot that were great. Yeah, okay, I mean, so let me yeah, talk, we, let me the talk. Seahawks beat the Falcons 38-25. The Falcons got some garbage time points, whatever. Mount Ryan threw for 450 yards in garbage time. Yeah, whatever. They still lost. Nobody right. cares. Moving on, right. the Raiders. The Raiders, okay. Had so, quite a game themselves. They really did. Okay, so I, I saw a lot of fucking memes that uh, during that game that was like, oh, who cares, who cares about this game? That game had eight lead changes. That was an amazing game. And Teddy Bridgewater, I'm sorry, Theodore Bridgewater there you go. is no joke, okay? That dude that dude still has it, okay? Everyone gave up on him when he had to go to the backup position after he fucking shredded his fucking leg, okay? 
So he's still he's still on top of records. But let me tell you who no one fucking in his second year is is like giving respect to is Josh Jacobs. Don't say nobody's giving respect to him. I am though. Nobody's giving. If you if you watch football, if you are an NFL follower, hey, you, you watch can't... you watch football. Dave watches football. My boys, I'll shout out to Tony. They watch football, but media. Not high on Josh Jacobs. Okay, look. Not high on the Raiders at all, really. No! But nobody needs to... Look, okay. But I guess if we're going to be real, he's not in the top five of running backs. He will be after the season. Okay, okay, okay. Well, will let's, be. let's watch the season first. But right now, he's not in the okay. top five running backs. Well, the I biggest thing you, that you struck out... I understand the Raiders fans right now. He looks good. He had the best Raider running back season, rookie running back season last year. And he is just continuing that right now. Well, he looked amazing on that game. But... Just continuing, we need to see more. But the Raiders' offense, I like I've told Raider, you. Yeah, Raiders' offense, looks no the, problems this the, year. The best it's looked in 20 they years. Look, yeah, no, you're right. And you said that. And they look good. And I'm not worried about that fucking offense. That defense sucks. We won the game. We're 1-0. But how, you could ask my wife how fucking yell, how crazy I was during that fucking game because of the defense, bro. I told her. I was like, and this is a tribute to the, to the game. And I was like, if this game comes down to our defense... We're going to lose. And then it, it really did come back to our defense. And we fucking stopped Carolina on fourth and inches and fucking won it. And I don't know what to say about it. Like, I would, shouldn't have happened. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, let's move on to other teams because we have not, not much time. But the last thing I'll say about that game is there was a lot of other games with a lot of great teams that made the playoffs last year and even made the Super Bowl that scored like 17, 20 points. Couldn't muster any offense. A lot of teams that should have scored way more points than the Raiders and Panthers did and didn't. And all I'm saying to that is we can look at stats and all that analysis, but I wouldn't overlook the Panthers, first of all. No. I wouldn't overlook them. No. Their defense has a lot to be desired, but like Bridgewater, like Christopher said, is no chump, and McCaffrey's a stud. Oh, and yeah. It was 34 30. What was the what was the uh the Niners Cardinals game? It was twenty seventeen. What was the other games? Twenty four twenty. Right, exactly. But, so like okay, the, okay. I'm just okay. saying, like, let's not like just discount the Raider uh Panthers game just because you think those teams are bad. We, let's uh go to week one and everyone treat e- each other equal. Because that's what it is. I don't know if I'm 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 not discounting the teams. Both the teams' offenses can make shit work. But both of those teams' defenses that's why the score was 34-30, okay? That's, if we're going to be real, that's why it was 34-30. Yes, the defenses both sucked. But let, like you said, let's let's go to... Let's, let's talk about Arizona what? and fucking San Francisco. Right? How surprising was that? I know we put the game on. We put that game on and we were just like... What the fuck? Like, uh, San Francisco made bad decisions in that fourth quarter. They really did. They, I just think they're trying to be too clever. Um, I, I think so. Right, and it's like it's like, dude, like, why don't you just like no? Why don't you just do to the Cardinals what you know you can do? Punish them on the ground, give it a Mozart, or you know, like punish them on the run game, and then throw it down to Kittle. What are you doing? Like, you know, it's like I know I'm. You can't stop Kyler, but you 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 can do something on offense though. You can score more than seventeen points. Right, they they have they have Kingsbury who did not do well last year in the Super Bowl. Oh, excuse me, Shanahan. That's right. I was thinking Kingsbury. But Shanahan, uh, he Shanahan himself this game again. <laughs> he really did. 
He did. He did. He did a real Shanahan. No, if we're gonna talk about Shanahaning yourself, let's talk about fucking Mike McCarthy. Okay. Okay. Going for it for fourth and three. Okay, it's reasonable. It's not on on the eleven in the red zone to tie the game, kick a field goal to tie the game, maybe go to overtime, and then you don't get it, and then you lose seventeen twenty. The thing is, like you know, it's like okay, obviously, I think having uh, you know hindsight twenty twenty, like we're all gonna kick that field goal, right? But like. If you already went past that point where you're like, I'm just a bad, savage son of a bitch coach, and I'm going to go for this on 4-3 and three just to smack this other team in the face, you're going to call a better play than a, a little five-yard slant route that the dude didn't even run the right route. He ran three-yard slant route. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you got to run the right route, and you got to at least achieve the first down on the catch. Like, you got to call a better play. I thought Jason Garrett got fired, right? <laughs> you're right, oh, you're right. Shit. It was funny you said that because, like, I was watching the game and I was like, what a great call by Jason Garrett. Oh, no, no, it's Mike McCarthy. But, but like, like, it seemed like a fucking Jason Garrett call. That is a very Jason Garrett call. So, I mean, that 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 is what happened. Uh, the Cowboys really, I think the Cowboys Shanahan themselves, too. A lot of Shanahaning yeah. happening. Shanahan happening. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's really like we have we haven't even touched on the the big move, the big move that everybody was kind of seeing what's going to happen. Tom Brady to the Bucks. Okay, so did we did we expect that they would just get blown out? I I actually don't think they were blown out. I think that if you look at Tom Brady's stats in that game, he had what two picks? One was a pick six. Two touchdowns, two picks. Yeah. You'd, Two, he so was like, 23 for 36, 239 yards. No, definitely the two picks he threw were his fault. But also, like, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a bad game. Picks were his fault because you got to read the coverage, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Those are, those picks were his and, fault. And, and everyone, it's crazy because I see different opinions on the play, and I honestly, I've never played professional football, right? But, like, I, I watch play over... Ten times now. I, I try to analyze the play a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I see Mike Evans. He kind of sees like that there's going to be double coverage and he kind of cuts, right? Yeah, you know? he doesn't fucking finish the route. And and Tom just throws it over him, thinking he's going to keep running it. And it's like, I don't know whose fault it is, but look at Tom's. No, it's Tom's. I, either way, I mean, he, he had an average game. On, honestly, I mean, he threw for 64%, two touchdowns, two picks. That's, but the It's two not picks, bad! The two picks... Is what lost the game. But Ed, well, no, that, why that, is Bruce Arians calling that when he's on the left hash? Why is he calling that player? He's calling a slant or whatever. It's not a slant, but he's throwing it out to the wing. Yeah. Obviously, it was a terrible pass. The opposite like, half. He's forty years old. Why are you making him throw that pass? Like, come on, dude, throw that. Like, I, like Rex Ryan said earlier, throw that play out the book, dude. Like, let's get out of here. Like Tom Brady's forty. For him, old. yeah. Don't don't throw slants, man. Like, come on, dude. No, I really. I go back to what I said. Is it like? Yes, the the picks were his fault, but outside of those, like, he didn't throw a bad game, and and Drew Brees didn't do great either. That's why I'm not worried the about Saints, that. the Saints look vulnerable right now. Well, just they both kind of looked. I mean, just I think everybody didn't look good. Like in week one, there's no training camp, there's no preseason, but like the people that are older didn't look good. Like it, no, Philip I, and Drew and I'm Tom. Really, yeah, fucking Philip. I mean, no, we, we can go talk like, about how Gardner Minshew the third, who's actually a third. What games that got second. to you, Ed? Like, Gardner Minshew what, the second. What game was where you like this team, it, like a terrible team that you thought would be terrible was like, or 
Christopher, like what what team stuck out to you was like, man, this team, you know, could do something I, that I, never did anything. I for me, I guess it's not even a team that I think is going to do anything, but it was the Washington football team beating the Eagles. Oh, that right because it was seventeen nothing. What a great game, right? And yeah. like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say this oh. right from the get before we go into this conversation is that I have a lot of buddies that are Eagle fans, and this is not personal, but we're going to fucking talk about it, okay? We're going <laughs> to fucking talk about it, okay? Because they're up 17-0, and then they get 24 and points. Right? Like, they just get fucking... What the fuck happened? By the Washington football team. No, I knew, I knew it, because my boy was like, yo, like, after the fact, Eagle fan, he texted me, he was like, yeah, yeah, dog, like, you got beat by the Washington football team. Like, how do you feel getting beat by the team with no name? <laughs> like, that's what he fucking said, and like, and that's what happened. Like, I, I, I give a lot of credit to Ron Rivera. A lot he, of credit. Well, to he's Ron a great Rivera. coach. A great you, coach. Like you thought he was falsely fired from from Carolina? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, 100%. I think we said that. We did, I think we, we can all that. agree. I think you guys did talk about that in your, in your podcast yeah. earlier. One hundred percent. He, I would Ron agree with you guys. Has been great in that division, and I think the fact that he. <laughs> God, God bless his soul, and hopefully he has a, a good recovery and, and then he heals from his cancer. But like, the players know, right? And they're like, Fuck yeah, that. They're like, we're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're doing it for this man. We're doing it for this. Yeah, team. we're yeah. throwing our yeah. souls into the game. Because he fucking took know. an IV at halftime. Like, yeah, to be there. And He's like, so Dwayne Haskins came up, and so like, so here's the thing: is that like, that game's wild. There's probably a lot of games we didn't talk about. Uh, before I go into a hot route, which needs to happen real soon, I want to ask you both. Did you guys see how the Lions lost yesterday? Yeah. I did. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Mitch comeback, which is very unlikely. But, like, was it a Mitch comeback? Like, yeah. It was a, a, or was it a, a Lions comeback? How it goes down in the record books is a Mitch comeback. Yes. Okay. What actually happened is that receiver dropped that pass and and probably has death threats. Bro, no, legit, legit. If like if no one saw the play that happened, it's like Matt Stafford found a receiver like Who in was the it? end zone, it was a rookie receiver. Swift? Yeah, Swift. Swift. Yeah, Swift. 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 Yes. Yeah, I didn't start it for a reason. <laughs> in my fantasy league, I started Zach so, Moss instead. So no, 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 yeah, yeah. So he fucking found him in the end zone and I I guess there was guys around him, but like the pass got right to his hands. It hit him in the hands. Hit him in the hand. It hit him in both hands with like no, no he, like he did no, a mistake. No right? hands I saw in. Play. Like he just like dropped. That was it. a bad drop. It, it hit him. I in think the, the pressure was on him. He's like, "This is too good to be true." Yeah. yeah. And like he dropped, he dropped it. it. And then that was essentially the game because like uh, they still had like four down after that, God, and like but it didn't work out. But like so, like, shout out to my boy, uh, you know, Nick Sear. Big Lion fan, loyal as fuck. I love loyalty. I love it. He's from, uh, you know, He's Michigan. A Michigan guy. Michigan oh, guy. Michigan dudes. So like, I feel bad for him. I texted him yesterday. Some good dudes. I saw that fucking play, and I I reached out. Um, obviously, he was very hurt because I didn't I didn't really hear back from him. <laughs> like you know, he was yeah, he was, very, he was very upset. So like, uh, that that sucked. So so yeah, we probably missed a couple games, but like it's fun. one last thing I'm gonna say before the hot route. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, brother. Yeah, you're good. Is uh. There's still one bad, bad 
bad man in the NFC North. He's still a bad, bad man, and his name is Aaron Rodgers. Okay, let's not. Yeah, can let's, you, like, chill out? Let's like, not. No, again. he's not that bad. Like, like, he's, he's not, not that, that bad. bad. He threw four touchdowns. He's okay. pretty bad. No, but he not also. That bad. But he's no. pretty bad. Okay, look, but he. Y'all, like, y'all slept on him, and I think. I don't, I don't think I sleep on him. I just think I'm a fucking. Okay, I look. Just don't think uh, I think y'all thought he wasn't bad anymore, and he showed y'all he was he's throwing touchdowns. Oh, I actually never thought there. he was bad. Throwing touchdowns with Devontae standing there. He's just standing there. Throwing touchdowns. He's just not a champion. He owns. He owns Minnesota. Aaron Rodgers is not a champ. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl ring, but also like it wasn't it wasn't because of him. Like he is owns, this because the sucks. Okay, is that look, what you're saying? Look, he let's owns, talk about this. He one owns, last thing because Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Still, he showed it. He's not a bad man. Why are you guys are respecting it? Okay, okay, look, Aaron Rodgers. Like, wait, wait, wait. Besides the Super Bowl, like what what else is like has he been doing? I'm sorry, Ed. I'm really sorry. Like I'm very upset. Like I don't think he's a bad man. You don't think so? No. Ah uh, man, we're gonna have to talk after this podcast. We're gonna do hot rods, but we'll talk later. No, Ed, I want you to jump in. Aaron Rodgers owns Minnesota. That has happened for the last 15 years, however long he's been in the league. Aaron Rodgers owns Minnesota. This is a known fact. Like Game of Thrones, it is known, okay? He is just going to beat Minnesota. It, it, it's just an easy thing, okay? Minnesota's defense is not what it was two, three years ago. They've gotten rid of a lot of those pieces, and they've just kind of fallen apart. So it just makes it easy for Aaron Rodgers, all right? And... Last year, Aaron Rodgers had the easiest schedule in the world, okay? They went 13-3, and and they were playing scrubs the entire time. So, just, he's not going to, well, of course, it's hard to repeat 13-3. and it, it just is, like, but still, um, I don't think they're getting 10 wins this season. Yeah. They might win with nine and seven. They might win the division with nine and seven. He but only has that fucking reputation because twelve he's a and Packer. four. Because he's a Packer. That's it. If he was a quarterback for like the fucking Titans, he wouldn't be as great as he was. He's a Packer. Uh, you know, and I, I'll attest it. I'm sure you can attest to this. Um, I'll root for him. You have a soft Raiders spot for the, the playoffs. Packers, as you I know, do. We're gonna root for okay. Rodgers. Soft, soft spot for the Packers. He's still a bad man. I'll say that. He's not a bad man. He's a bad man. Whatever. Hot route. Hot route time. It's exciting. Time for hot routes. Okay? I got a few. What do we got here? All right. I got um, just one question from the NBA, since we talked about this tonight. Sure. And then we'll go into NFL. Okay. Um, so, of the two teams that could be in the finals from the East, who has the best chance to take on the title? Heat or Celtics? Whether it be against the uh, Nuggets, Lakers, or Clippers. Celtics. Celtics. So the Heat are the Heat are riding a wave right now. They are on a they're on a hot streak. They're riding a wave right now. They're riding the wave that Portland was riding into the playoffs. Into the bubble. Yeah, okay. as the bubble. Yeah. So they may be able to keep it going. They may not be able to keep it going. If they can continue to ride this. Wave this heat. Of course, they're going to win the Eastern Conference Finals and then the Finals. But if, like, if we're just looking at the teams in a vacuum, the Celtics win that series every time, every single time. But the Heat are on fire right now, so it's it's hard to say. Uh, but I'm saying the Celtics because I don't. It's it's hard to keep Heat going all the way. All the way. It, it really is. I mean, you see a lot of these teams going and making these nice runs, but not quite finishing because they don't have the core. 
They don't have the core, and the Celtics do. Okay, Dave? Uh, I love what Ed said. Um, I agree. I, I love the Celtics team. I think they're amazing. Uh, I love Jason Tatum. Very upset with the, uh, our GM. I'm not going to say his name because he ain't no Jerry West. He didn't draft Tatum. He drafted Ball, right? So, but we're going to go. Um, I'm going to go opposite Ed. I'm going to go with the Miami Heat in six. My thing with the Miami Heat is I think Jimmy Butler's a straight savage. I think. Like you said, they're on a heat wave, right? But that only lasts a series. They don't last two series. They're imposing their will on teams, and they just beat the number one seed. They beat Giannis. And it wasn't like it was close. It wasn't close. And it, it was a bad matchup, like everyone says. Or was it? But here's the thing. No Gordon Hayward. No Tata for the Celtics. I think Miami Heat come out, and people... Always sleep on Eric Spolstra. This is a dude that won titles with the with the Heat, with that team. That like, dude, if you put Heat, if you really realistic realistically put D Wade, LeBron, and Chris Bosh together, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. But he made it make sense. He won two titles with him. He knows what he's doing. He's been there for a decade. He's the longest standing coach besides Pop. He knows what he's doing. He's gonna out coach Brad Stevens. He's going. He's going to. And I just think that the the physicality of the Miami Heat, they're gonna impose their will. They're gonna get in the in the in the psyche of the young, the young, the great talented, but the young Celtics, especially Kemba, because even though he ain't young, he's young in the playoffs. He's young in the playoffs. Okay. All right. And uh, Jimmy Butler, he was never young in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler was born in the playoffs. And ooh. I just think that with Jay Crowd and all those role players. And the and they're gonna impose their will, and they're gonna win in six. I wish it would go seven because I I think the Celtics spirit's awesome, and I love teams. I hate the Celtics. <laughs> I'll repeat it again. I hate them, but I love their spirit. I love their team, but I think that he just impose their will and bully ball them up, and Jimmy Butler comes out and goes to the finals. Okay, all right. In six. Moving on from the NBA, how about number two? Outside of Russell Wilson. Who is the most important person on that Seahawk roster? I was waiting for you because there's one answer. It's Bobby Wagner. Why? Because he is. He was always on the Legion of Boom, and after Earl and Browner and it, the entire everybody left. Everybody was injured or they left. He is the last remaining piece of that and he is commanding this defense this is not the defense that we've seen in the past it's not they're it's not, not getting, of boom. they're not getting crazy turnovers they're not doing anything flashy i mean jamal adams is on there now and he looked great in that first game we'll see how it goes the rest of the season but it's bobby wagner i mean he led the league in tackles i think it was two years ago uh, and the the guy just doesn't miss the guy has been on it the entire time you don't have bobby wagner you don't have the leader of your defense uh, and I love everything you just said. I, I love Bobby Wagner. That, that, like you just said, he's the last remnant of the Legion of Boom, and he's a he's a he was the boom. He was no one talked about Wagner when he when he, when they were all together, but he was probably the. You take Wagner out, and they're gone. Like, who cares about Chancellor and all those dudes if Wagner's are there, right? Whoa. But now it's a new era, right? 
And we go in, and, and I disagree with you. I think Chris Carson is the most important player besides Russ. You know why? Here's why. Who's going to take the pressure off Russell Wilson? It ain't going to be the receivers. Tyler Lockett ain't no, he ain't no number one receiver. He ain't no D-hop. He ain't no Julio. He ain't no ODB in New York. Not Cleveland. <laughs> Not Cleveland. New York. He ain't got no number one receiver. Doug Baldwin retired, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like, who's going to take the pressure off Russ? Who's going to take it off? Not Bobby Wagner. It is Chris Carson. It's Chris Carson, man. Because he's a stud, dude. He's bigger than any linebacker. He's huge. He stands in the pocket and he runs hard. That's why he has so many injuries already. But he's still a tough dude. He gets yards. You already saw he's a stud in fantasy. He gets touchdowns. You're going to give it to him at the goal line. Who's going to if If no one's going to run the ball behind that terrible O-line and take the pressure off Russ, you have no chance. That's Chris Carson, easily. I, I really do like what just happened right now. I like the difference in the answers. Edwin defense. And <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I feel like Dave went the right way. Like I feel like it goes back to Russell Wilson. It goes back to, like, who's taking pressure off Russell Wilson? It is Chris Carson. Okay. Okay, but also you don't get to retort. Get it out of here. Hot route number three. Yeah, I'm retorting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Russell Wilson. Has he had Chris Carson? Did, he, did we just lose Marshawn Lentz and then Chris Carson just picked up the slack right after that? Or did we just go through a myriad of running backs, and that entire time we were doing that, we had Russell Wilson still killing it? All right, now we can go to the next one. Oh, oh, oh. How many Super Bowls you all got since uh, Marshawn left? Zero. How many Super Bowls do you guys have? That's irrelevant. That's fucking irrelevant. That's fucking irrelevant. That's so like, fucking irrelevant. Like, that, that, what you just did right now was to be like, ah, uh, damn, like... They could, it's, be, it's, they it's, could it's, be right, but also fuck them. <laughs> so I'm going to attack them personally. It's, it's, That's a personal attack. We're talking about... No, we're not. We're, we're talking about, about, like, no, we're no, talking no, about no. how the team... Because you made a point about, about Marshawn Lynch. Has, you made a point about Marshawn Lynch, like, he's just as important as Chris Carson, but, like, no, dude. Like, then how many towels have they won? What are you even saying right now? Okay, like, so your argument was who is the most important... Because they had Marshawn Lynch, and they were... St- and when they lost him, that Russell Wilson was doing all this work, but they didn't win any fucking titles without Marshawn. Okay. That was my point. I'm sorry. I lost it a second. That was my, that was my thing. It was like, you were your point was like, oh, well, we just replaced Chris Carson with Marshawn, or Marshawn with Chris Carson. But like, no, you didn't because no titles happened. That, that was I, I literally wasn't saying that. I was literally saying we lost Marshawn. No, and no, we had a myriad no, of running backs that we had to it really, try to it really, find. It really doesn't matter. That we had to try to find. It really oh, matter. And then Chris Carson came in. Oh, oh, fucking okay. listen. No, no, uh, I, I am okay. listening. I'm. Okay, I still okay. feel like it's a personal attack. Like you didn't. No, you didn't, I don't. You didn't. Oh, you didn't have to bring the Raiders into it. You didn't have to You didn't have to do that. It's just those two things don't correlate. So I was like, oh, we're talking about time. Oh no, 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 no. They I really wanted to know, like, I was like, I didn't care about the personal title. That was funny to me. Well, you're talking about who's important on the team, and then you're talking about titles. Like, what? How? No, no, how, how, how no, this, no, how is this? no, no, no. Hey, this, is, this was my point. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I didn't mean to offend you. You're jumping. I didn't want you to get mad. Oh, this was my thing. I, I, I'm jumping. No, you you no, are jumping. I'm jumping. Also, you, Dave, guest. Uh, you're a guest. I appreciate you, but hit the fuck up. We have to go to round three, okay? But also, fuck you, Ed, and no, and, I didn't. And, and fuck you, Ed. Okay, so hot round three. Shut up, Dave. Shut up. Shut up. 
about round three. What was the most surprising... Also, shut the fuck up, Ed. What was the most surprising victory of week one? I mean, uh... The most surprising victory? Yes. I mean, Washington football team beating the Eagles was, like, surprising. I don't know if that was the most surprising, but I don't think, like... Anyone expected it. I don't think it was... I don't think we had any crazy upsets. I don't think it was like Tom Brady was expected to come out and beat the Saints. I don't think that was anything that was expected. I, I think everything kind of went according to plan. Except, like, the Bengals and Chargers, like, that's a that's a toss-up. Like, who who could you say right out of the gate is going to win that one? Like, I, I can't think of any one specific game that's just like, oh, yeah, that was actually surprising. That's why it's a hard question. Dave? Uh, <laughs> I... It's 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 crazy because I made a point for um, Aaron Rodgers being a bad man, but like that was honestly to me um, the upset of the week was was Minnesota getting their ass kicked at home by the the Packers. It was like, hey, look, I understand that like I in my mind I didn't think Aaron Rodgers was done, and I knew they were gonna put up a fight. But I was like, you're in Minnesota, you're at home, you you just signed Dalvin Cook to a huge contract, you're gonna feed him the ball. Kirk Cousins is an able and willing quarterback. We've seen him throw deep. We obviously know his record against good teams. But <laughs> or it's probably like, had dude, games like you have Dalvin Cook, you have Adam Thielen. Obviously, you lost uh, Diggs, but you have still have Thielen. You have Rudolph. Like your defense isn't terrible. Like you're at home, man. Like you take care of business in week one, and I just felt like that was a bit. It wasn't like it was close. Like if it would have been like you know forty one to thirty eight or like forty five to forty one or something. It, I get it. Like you lost in a valley, never. You got your ass kicked by the Packers at home. Well, like, and that's the thing. It, they the, did get beat. The final score shows forty-three to thirty-four, but that does not explain the actual game. No, they went into the fourth quarter down forty-three to ten. But at they, home, they were getting destroyed at home with the team you have. With the with the Vikings have a better team than the Packers. I'm gonna say it. They have a better roster than the Packers do on defense and offense. They have a better all-around roster, and they're at home in the purple. Like, you got to win that game, and no one knows about anything about anybody. You know, like, this, there's no training camp, there's no preseason, like, you, there's no studying, like, you're at home. Like They should be talented. Take care of business. Give yeah. it to Dalvin Cook, feed his ass, throw it deep to Thielen, like, take care of business. Rush Aaron Rodgers on, on defense, like, they didn't even put any pressure on him. He had so much time to throw in the, in the pocket. Was, I don't know. I just, that was my biggest upset. I guess the Vikings aren't as good as we thought we, they were. They, they are who we thought they were. They aren't who we okay. thought they were. I, uh, no. I don't want. <laughs> they, I don't. I don't they. want to think that we forgot about the the games on Monday, right? Like uh, I, I didn't see. I, I saw the Steelers coming out and winning. Um, ben, Ben's back. We can say that Ben's back. Um, Titans, you know, playing a great game. But they were playing the Broncos, so we can't say too much about that. I said they got a great coach. I, th- I think Mike Vrabel is. I do coach. like Mike Vrabel. That, that, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, one thing I'll I've, say about the team that. is I believe in Vrabel. I like Mike Vrabel. I love the run. So the Monday night games, they actually weren't that exciting. They weren't that exciting. We, no. I mean, we all expected Pittsburgh to win, and we all expected Tennessee. I, I mean, take care of business. Yeah, yeah, to just take care of business. They're not the, the right yeah, phrase. They're not the guys who are going to go out and just stomp on somebody, but they're the, they're expected to beat the. Broncos because it's well 
the Broncos. It's the Broncos. They're they're doing yeah. they're trying to figure it out still. Right. They lost Vaughn. Yeah. Right. They yeah. lost like their their left tackle. They, they, they they're, they're they're crippled. They they lost a decent amount of their key players, and it 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 really hinders them. So they have to figure some things out. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got to adjust, though, right? So, so yeah. So here we are, like just very excited that football is back. Very excited, you know, thank and, God for and, football. And, and while the NBA playoffs is happening what at the like same a, time, what are we like an hour and a half in? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like week one should go an hour and a half if it <laughs> if it did. But um, you know, uh, we we ha- we enjoy it. We enjoy the football being back, and I feel like it's it's a whammy with NBA still happening. So, um, we, this is a great time. I want to thank Dave for being on the podcast for the sports episode. I feel like he sounded pretty knowledgeable. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I knew what he was yeah, talking I, about. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. I like having opposing takes. I like having just having... I feel like we had to argue well, a lot. If we, we have if we have two people in here, we can agree and disagree on some things, but if we bring another person in, we're able to actually get some other takes and we can... Compare, contrast, and actually, you know, hit some hit some heads, hit, yeah. like get some knowledge yeah. together, and I I I like that. I enjoy that. It's really nice. Uh, so, but this is the last episode for right now that's going to be released on Tuesdays for sports. Yes. So, just so everyone knows is listening, um, because of football season, we're gonna we're gonna gonna accommodate that. So, uh, episodes will start to be released on Wednesdays and Fridays. So, Wednesdays will be your sports episodes, and Fridays will be your entertainment ones. Um, so, adjust for that. Yeah. And, um, uh, I'm Chris. I'm Ed. And this has been Almost Agreeable. Thank you for listening to another episode of Almost Agreeable. You can catch all new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.